Hello and welcome back to the Kids Story Room. Today we have Dale March back in the studio with us. This wonderful adventure story will be released in two episodes, so look out for part two soon. Again, thanks so much to those who have left us reviews on iTunes. Keep them coming. They really do help us to get Kids Story Room out to more children. So if you and your little ones enjoy our stories, shout it out over the web world. Thanks, everyone. Now to today's story. Strong Legs by Dale March. Part One. There is a place where a clear stream meets the ocean. The stream is called Shalashkala. She winds through steep grassy hills, bubbles between reed beds and gurgles over smooth pebbles before opening broad to the salty cove. Here, where the tide rises and falls to fill and drain sandy pools, animals of all kinds rummage out their meals. Birds perch still as sticks and dart swift as fire. Worms flick and curl like noodles in the mud. Fish huddle in roots and flash in dancing schools. Lizards charge themselves on sunny rocks with watchful eyes and all about insects hum through the air and skip along the delicate skin of the water. Tucked into the rocky protection of the cove is a small simple shelter of dry stacked rocks driftwood poles and woven reeds. This is the home of a girl called Stronglegs. And here, at sunset, resting by her leaping fire, Stronglegs sits and listens to the chatter and call of the animals down below. It is Stronglegs who named the stream. Lying in the sun one day, where the stream slaps and cuddles the largest boulders, wondering where the water came from, she clearly heard it calling. Shla, gaga, shalash, lak, 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 laga, shalash, gala. How she herself was named is clear enough. Strong legs could run with any of the animals of the hills about the cove. With her feet thick like leather, she easily leaped over scattered boulders, spidered her way up the steep hills, and dodged through the crunching undergrowth of the scrublands. The only place Stronglegs did not run was into the dark forest that loomed at the top of the hills. The forest was dense and tall and always seemed to rumble with winds that swept up the gully. Besides, there was no reason to venture into the forest. Stronglegs had everything she could want right here in her cove. There were roots and berries to harvest, fish when she needed them, and Shalashkila always delivered her fresh water. One night, a storm like none before shook Stronglegs' shelter. She covered her head and ears with everything she could find to keep out the noise and try to sleep. As the storm passed, 
she fell into wonderful and strange dreams. First, she was swimming deep in a crystal clear pool. There was no shore in sight, no rock or reed, only endless water and bubbles and sunlight. She swam to find the direction of the sun, and as soon as she saw it, found herself swimming through air. The feeling was joyous, dragging herself through the thick air above the trees, now up over the hills, flying, until she realised she had flown over the forest. The fun of flying rushed out of her as she looked below at the deep green treetops, and all of a sudden the support of the air dropped out from under her. She was falling, falling, falling. It was just as she was about to hit the canopy of the trees in her dream that Stronglegs blinked awake. Something small and wet was pressing at her cheek and nose. She had slept late and the morning sun was blinding through the cracks in the shelter's woven walls. But the sun was not the only warmth on her face. Small puffs of breath tickled her lips and nostrils, and she was soon able to make out the shape of a small, fluffy creature by her side. As she sat up and her eyes adjusted, she found that her morning companion was a very small, very concerned-looking white wolf cub. The cub's fur was as soft as a cloud, its eyes bright with curiosity and hope. And although it was clearly scared, the cub nuzzled and poked at Stronglegs' ribs as though to say, Get up, I've been trying to get you up for hours. All right, said Stronglegs. Are you a brave little one? The cub jumped again and took hold of Stronglegs' shirt with its tiny teeth, tugging at her to get moving. Okay, goodness, you're full of spirit aren't you? That's what I'll call you. Spirit. What is it, Spirit? You want to play? Spirit gave a small whimper, jumped on the spot a few times, then scurried expectantly out of the shelter door. Stronglegs rubbed her face. All right, I'm coming. As she stood, she remembered the storm from the night before. The day after a storm was always the most fabulous day to explore the stream. Shalashkala would be rushing high and fast, filled with surprises washed from upstream. Once, Stronglegs found rainbow-coloured ribbons twisted in the reeds after a storm. She still had it, arched above her bed, tucked into the cracks of the rock wall. But when Stronglegs stepped outside, it was not a rushing stream that met her eyes. After a flock of gulls squealed as they flew off high above her, the pools below were left silent and still. Where were all the morning birds? The lizards and frogs? Where were the bounding and running animals gathered for their morning drink? Nothing stirred. Stronglegs shook her head. She closed her eyes tight and blinked, trying to understand what she was seeing. Was it really possible? After such a storm, so much rain that Shalashkala could be empty, dried up into nothingness. It made no sense. As she racked her brains for an explanation, Stronglegs remembered her new companion, and down below, half hidden by reeds, she saw Spirit twisting his little body in agitation. As soon as Stronglegs caught his eyes, Spirit let out a flurry of yelps. I'm coming! 
called Stronglegs and was soon making her way down to the cub. What is it, little one? What's all this racket about? But before Spirit could yelp again, Stronglegs could clearly see. Slumped in the damp reeds lay another wolf, full-grown and deep grey like morning coal. Your mother? Spirit wiggled his body and stepped forward to nudge the wolf's neck. Fur was missing in great patches along her side and all the beast could muster for her little cub was a slow blink of her eyes. She'll be all right, Spirit. Come, let's get her up to the shelter. She needs to be warm. Soon, Stronglegs had built a crackling fire and the softest bed she could make for Spirit's mother to rest in and recover. What happened to her fur? wondered Stronglegs as she pulled a cover over the wolf's bare flank. Spirit nudged at Stronglegs' ankle and nuzzled at his mother's cheek. Yes, I know, assured Stronglegs. The wolf mother's jaw hung slackly open, her tongue gently pulsing with her shallow breaths. She needs water. I'll collect it from the stream. You stay here, little spirit. She'll like having you close by. As soon as Stronglegs strode onto the path to Shalashkala, her heart sank with doubt. What if there was no fresh water to collect? There were still scattered pools near the stream's mouth, and in one after the other, Stronglegs dipped her bowl to taste the water. All were salty, filled only by the ocean tides. How could it be? How could every drop of Shalashkala's fresh water have dried up to nothing, soaked into the earth like a desert drought? And now Stronglegs remembered the other animals. Not only was there no water for Spirit's mother, but nothing for any of the creatures of the stream. Nothing for Spirit, nothing for her, Stronglegs. Never before has she thought how important the clear water of Shalashkala was, how necessary, how life-giving. Kneeling at the edge of a pool, Stronglegs looked upstream. Her eyes followed the dusty reed beds and dry round rocks and the winding path up through the hills and into the dark forest. Where did Shalashkala begin? Where had all her water flowed from for all these years and why had she stopped flowing now? All these questions whirled in Stronglegs' mind. She knew she would have to find out, and she knew she would have to do it alone. As if to shake off any of the fear that was now growing inside her, Stronglegs did what she did best. She ran. In a flash, Stronglegs was back in the shelter, filling her satchel with the necessities for the journey. Cracker loaf, a water bag, flint, and all the warm clothes she had. Eyes wide with uncertainty, spirit whimpered by her mother. I have to go into the forest, little spirit. There isn't a drop of fresh water in the stream. I have to find out what's happened, why it's stopped running, for everyone. None of the land creatures can live on salt water, and your mother, she may not be able to hold out for long. At this, spirit wiggled his little nose into his mother's cheek, then bounded to the door of the shelter, her bottom wagging. No, little one, you'll have to stay here. You and your mother need to keep each other warm. I'll be back as soon as I can. I'll bring you water, I promise. I'll find it somewhere. 
After listening intently, Spirit bounced back to his mother, pulled all the blankets around her with his little teeth and tucked them as tight as he could. Then, without another look, dashed out of the door. Spirit, called Stronglegs, Spirit, you can't come along. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what danger there might be. But Spirit was already bounding towards the hills as fast as his short, fluffy legs could carry him. Stronglegs had soon caught up. She scooped up Spirit and held him in her hands. All right. You want to help your mother. I understand. And I know you're a wolf, but you're a very little wolf, and we don't know what dangers might be in the forest. If you're coming with me, you'll have to keep up and listen, and we'll need to look out for each other. Spirit pressed into Stronglegs' hands with his paws, bouncing his agreement, then rolled onto his side as though preparing for a nap. All right, I'll carry you for a bit. Soon, the two had pushed through the scrub on the hills and found themselves deep in the shadow of the towering forest. It's so big, whispered Stronglegs. There were several narrow openings in the thick undergrowth, paths that soon vanished into darkness. Where do we enter? Spirit, who had been on lookout from the crook of Stronglegs' elbow, now sprang to the ground and scurried to an entrance path uphill. He stood proudly at the threshold of the ancient trees, wagging wildly. Here? Here, little spirit? I can't see a thing down this path. It's darker than night. It's like the world disappears. Come on, back down this way. There's other paths downhill. At least you can see a short way into them. But Spirit wouldn't budge. Remember I said, if you're coming, you'll have to listen. But before she could finish speaking, Spirit had darted down the path, straight into the darkest point of the swallowing woods. Spirit, cried Stronglegs, rushing into the forest after him, gripping the ground for speed. Spirit! But as soon as she strode across the threshold of the wide trunks, Stronglegs had no ground to grip. She was falling, falling falling into the darkness. Spirit! Little spirit! She called and called as she fell until, with a simple splash, she landed feet first in bright, sparkling water. Rising bubbles surrounded her, sparkling in the warm light. She searched for the yellow ball of the sun and swam up towards it and, gasping for air as she broke the surface, Stronglegs swam to the shore. Here, on the sheer wet rock, Stronglegs looked around at the cave she had fallen into. The walls reached high and steep, and it was only through a small opening far above that sun shone through. A gentle sloshing from behind spun her around. There, at the water's edge, was a very sad, wet wolf pup. Spirit! Spirit, I told you, I told you, you would have to listen to me. And here we are, deep at the bottom of some cave with no way to get out and nothing but rock and... And then she realised. Spirit wasn't hearing a word she was saying. Spirit was drinking, lapping up great gulps of... Water. Spirit. 
Oh, spirit, is it good? Is it fresh? Stronglegs knelt down and scooped up a palmful of the water to her mouth. It was pure and good, just as Shalashkala had always been. Stronglegs pulled the water bag out of her sodden satchel. Spirit, we must get some of this water to your mother. We must get it there as soon as we can. As she filled the water bag, she looked about. But how, spirit? Spirit? The wolf cub had disappeared again from sight. Spirit? A yapping up ahead led strong legs around the edge of the water until she found her friend perched by a trickling stream that flowed into the pool from the darkness. Where's it coming from, little one? Spirit yapped. Yes, yes, you're very clever. Now we just have to find out if this could be a way out. The two began to climb the slippery rocks by the edge of the stream. Soon the light from the pool cave faded and neither pup nor girl could see their paws or hands in front of them. Spirit whimpered in the dark. Come here, little one. Strong legs scooped up Spirit and tucked him in the satchel. I know, it's not very cosy or wet like this, but I need both my hands for climbing and I don't want to lose you now. Spirit shivered in the satchel, and Stronglegs patiently felt her way through the darkness, reaching down every few steps to check the gently trickling stream was still beside her. It was a gloomy business. Stronglegs had never liked the dark. She had always kept the fire burning strong when she went to sleep in her little shelter. That way, even if she woke late into the night, there would still be a glow to comfort her. She thought of her shelter now. It wasn't anything special, but it was her home. Cosy, safe. And there lay Spirit's mother. Was she still alive? Would she keep warm enough with the fire out? She mustn't lose hope now. Up, up she reached through the wet darkness, hand after hand, foot after foot, until... a glimmer. Was she imagining things? A tiny glint on the rock, was it... Spirit pushed his nose out of the satchel when he felt Stronglegs' heart beat faster as she quickened her steps. Hello, little spirit. You've woken up. Is that your little nose, I see? A sparkle in your darling eyes? With every step she took, the smile broadened across Stronglegs' face until... Yes, dear spirit, we've made it. I see the opening up ahead. Do you see it? We'll be out in the daylight before you can say Shalashkala. As soon as Stronglegs pulled herself through the opening of the rock, Spirit leapt out of the bag. He shook himself in the sun and bounced and rolled on the warm grass. They were in a wide clearing. Surrounding them in a great circle were the majestic trees of the shadowy forest. A cutting straight through the clearing was the stream that led down into the cave. Something's not right here, Spirit. Spirit pricked up his ears and trotted to Stronglegs. This stream, it's nothing like Shalashkala. I've never seen a stream so straight and even. It's as though someone made it, as though someone... But Spirit, we have to get back to your mother. She'll need this water. Stronglegs looked to the sky to get her bearings from the sun. She spied a clearing in the trees and set off towards it. This way, Spirit but the wolf cub was galloping along the strange stream, yelping at the sight ahead. 
out of the trees where the stream entered the thick forest, an enormous brown bear had come to rest against an old burnt tree. Stronglegs called out in alarm, Spirit, Spirit, come back! But as she rushed across the clearing, she could soon tell that the bear was nothing to fear. Slumped there against the tree, the animal was clearly faint with exhaustion. Stronglegs' fear for Spirit turned immediately to concern for the bear. What has happened, little Spirit? Is it old? Is it hurt? The wolf cub was right by the bear's side now, and Stronglegs could see what Spirit saw. Just like Spirit's mother, the bear had large patches of soft fur missing from her coat. Without even thinking, Stronglegs reached into her satchel and pulled out the water bag. Here, dear one, she spoke softly without looking in the bear's eyes. You look like you could do with a drink. She lifted the bag and poured small mouthfuls into the grateful animal's thirsty mouth. What has happened to you, mighty bear? How did you lose your fur? The bear groaned its thanks for the water and closed its eyes to enjoy the warmth of the sun on its strong belly. Stronglegs looked back to the clearing that led home to the shelter and spirit's mother. She looked upstream where the bear had come from. She looked down at spirit. The wolf cub's eyes were twinkling with expectation, his little tail flapping on the grass where he sat by the stream. Where would their adventure lead them now? Thanks for listening to Strong Legs Part 1. Join us for Part 2 soon. Catch you then. Bye.